Hello and welcome to Break Run the Podcast. I hope you are well. Today we'll be discussing what would I do if I owned a Blackpool Pleasure Beach. I'd love to know what would you do if you had the keys to Blackpool Pleasure Beach. So, so follow the links in the show notes below and I'll wait to hear your answers. With that said, sit back, relax and think of your ideas and enjoy the podcast. <laughs> I'll go through events, how the guests enter the park, the ride offerings, the fast pass system, and the food and drink. As well as that, I'll be taking in what Blackpool Pledge Beach offer and changing it up or adding my own ideas in. So you know how the podcast is going to work. Let's start with the events. First event we're going to be talking about is a late night riding. First of all, I would change the operational times from 10 a.m to 11pm. This allows more ride time which I would absolutely love and I'm sure many of you would love. As well as the uh, extra hour of ride time, I would be removing the uh, fireworks completely. This would be a standalone event uh, during September and the last weekend of the season. This is to definitely max out your ride time on the rides and how much you stay in the park. You know what I'll do with uh, late night riding? Let's go into a another event that Blackpool Pleasure Beach offer, and that is hot ice. Unlike late night riding, where I had uh, two suggestions, hot ice only has one. This is due to how good it's directed and how good the show is. But that one uh, change is just to take out the uh, 11:30 showing of hot ice. That is. So we can pull more people in during the 2 o'clock show and 7pm show. I'll go into my own viewings of events, what I would add at Blackpool Pledge Beach if I owned it. We're going to the final one, what they offer. And that is Journey to Hell Freak Nights. Probably one of the best scare mazes with a ride. However, instead of having just one ride, I would have it more like Universal's Halloween Horror Nights, where the select rides open and the scare mazes and scare zones. I have this going from 7pm, uh, so the main operational day closes at. This is at 6, and the Journey to Hell nights would operate to 11pm. I would charge... 23 quid for these events season passes get a discount as well for the evenings and the event would run through the on select nights in october okay that's what i change with uh, what blackpool pleasure beach offer okay that's all for the events because i can't think of any more to add so let's have a look at how guests would enter the park thing is if you're a season pass order you get half an hour extra ride time and you just need to scan your wristband at the turnstile nice quick and easy exactly how it should be as well as that if you're not a season pass holder you don't need a wristband 
it would just be either a printout ticket or use your phone. As well as that, the season passes will still go on sale at the same time they do currently, which is September, at the same price of £80. And finally, just keep the security checkpoint where it is as well. As that keeps everyone feeling safe. So let's go from Guess Enter the Park to the right. Okay, just to let you know, there's some rides which I will not touch, which are Flying Machines, Derby Racer, Alice in Wonderland, Wallace and Gromit, Nickelodeon Land, unless the IP comes up for renewal, and then I would, but I'm not going to talk about this yet. Revolution, Avalanche, Grand Prix, Icon, and Valhalla. You know the rides which I'm not going to touch now, so let's have a look at the rides which I would. Starting with Ice Blast. First of all, I'll remove it without a tear in my eye, because you know what? It's one of the worst SNS space shot towers I've ever ridden. Dr. Deer's Fearfall at Island of Adventure, Florida is a lot better. And that's just facts because you get airtime on it and a little bit better views. So Ice Blast needs a replacement and I would call Intamin up for one of their sky jumps. And it's not just because they don't get airtime on Ice Blast that I moan about it. It is because it's a low capacity ride. 16 riders per cycle should I say. And the uh, Intamin sky jump can hold 32 riders per cycle. So that's a big up with capacity. As a side note, I would re-theme the area where the sky jump would be. So it actually matches Valhalla's theme. It doesn't really stand out like a sore thumb, but however, I know Blackpool Pleasure Beach is a amusement park, not a theme park. So theme is not top priority. Going from Ice Blast to Garanda National then, also known as the Spine Crusher. The track is so rough that if you're in a wheel seat, your spine will be re-inlined straight on the ride. Got a good unique selling point, however, it's that rough on a wheel seat that no one likes to ride it there. So I'd then call in GCI to have it retrapped, as it's not really a good candidate for an RMC treatment due to the base it's on, which is sand and how tight the layout is. It wasn't due to the sand what it's stood on and how far it is to the road, I'm sure RMC could come up with a compact layout. But we give them the time. Have the better trains than what we've currently got on the track as well. I would bring the ridership of Grand National up as well. Because no one will be complaining of neck and back pain when they've come off. So that's a win-win all around. Going from Grand National, we go to Infusion. Infusion definitely infuses your senses in ways you don't really want. Normally just leaves me coming off with an absolute banging migraine. So I would replace this ride with a Vekoma Thrill Coaster. So what an amazing coaster to choose. One thing though, the maintenance team will know how to handle this coaster. So that's less training for them. That's pretty much it for Infusion. We're going over to Big Dipper. Big Dipper will have the same treatment as Grand National with GCI. It is a full retract and the newer trains. This will make the ridership go up as well, which is what we're aiming for. From Grand National, we're going over to Steeplechase. Would remove Steeplechase due to the age of the coaster and replace it with a RMC Raptor. I believe this will bring in the more crowd and being the first. RMC Raptor in the UK, many people will flock to Blackpool just to ride it. The RMC will not be a maintenance nightmare for the maintenance team 
as well as that it will deal with capacity very very well and that's what we need going from steeplechase to the big one i would give this the rmc steel treatment as this would be the first one of its kind in the uk and the world many people will flock to blackpool pleasure beach and make Merlin Entertainment think about putting some decent attractions in. Their flagship park, which is supposed to be Thought Park. As well as that, it would be the best coaster in the UK by far. But keeping the Red Hours flat ride, as that pulls in some people. However, I'll wait for the IP to run out and re-theme it to something else. Possibly to Bradley Beaver's flying school. Okay, there's what the rides which are currently situated at Blackpool Pledge Beach and what changes I would make. I would add in a Premier Ride Sky Rocket 2 model in the place of a wild mouth. Okay, with the rides done, we're now going over to the Fast Pass system. Okay, we're finished with the rides. What I would add in and change at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. So let's have a look at what would change with the Fast Pass system. Currently, I think it's a load of garbage as there's three different systems and it's really overpriced in my opinion. Person, I would change that to two types. One which is a one shot for £20 for all rides and then a limited one for £30. These would be paper based so you either punch a hole through them and from the op or the op would sign it for the one shot and a barcode for the unlimited one okay we're now at the uh, final segment which is the food and drink so the first thing i'll keep all the all you can eat food and drink but i'll add in an all-inclusive and these would have three options a child's one a non-alcoholic one and an alcoholic one these would be 20 pounds for the children's all-inclusive uh, £25 for the non-alcoholic one and £30 for the alcoholic package. These would be available at all on site. Should be served at all food and drink vendors on site excluding Burger King. For that I would add in a all you can eat and drink season pass like they do at Six Flags I think it is. I would charge £50 for the child's all inclusive package for the season. £70 for the non-alcoholic package and the alcoholic package would cost 100 quid for the season. Would charge £50 for the child's all-inclusive package, £70 for the non-alcoholic package and £100 for the alcoholic package for the season. Okay, that's brought us to the end of the podcast. Oh. Next week's podcast episode will be about London's resort. Is it going to be a bill and my views on that? Please leave us a five stars review on your podcast cho chosen of your choice. I've been Josh, you've been listening to Break Run the Podcast, and goodbye. <laughs>